This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, a very good evening, one and all, and welcome once again to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the only show on the internet, on your radios, on your TVs, on your kettles, 100 million percent dedicated to Mansfield Town FC. Probably. Probably. Oh, it's Vicky Marlar. I hate you. forgot it. I hate him. Uh, as you can see, uh, a very packed uh, Mansfield Matters studio, or I had the back garage room at our house tonight. Uh, there's a reason for it, because obviously it's Big Derby Day. Uh, on Saturday, which is why we're a couple of minutes late uh, for starting tonight. But let me introduce you uh, to the panel over in that far corner with the silly hat on. It's Mr. Cam Felton. Hello. I will get that hat before the end of uh, the game. Uh, uh, obviously, Simon Mercer is with us again. Welcome back. You've been away for a few weeks. Yeah. How's it feel to not be on the shop floor working? Yeah, a lot better. I mean, you weren't watching the podcast last week, so uh, and the week before. Don't so we say actually, that live. Yeah, <laughs> don't say that live. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I'll leave you two last. I'm still trying to figure out who you are. Over in the far corner with the jumper on, the Dutch jumper collection. Where's the Christmas jumper? I mean, you've got Christmas decorations up in your house now, Dave. Where's the Christmas jumper? That, that, that's too far. That's going to be December. Though. That's too far. That's, 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 that's Mr. Nathan Edge as well. And we've also got Mark Plum as well. And new face of the podcast, new voice of the podcast. It's audio as well. They can't see you waving. It's a sort of Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Unfortunately... <laughs> The man who I watch home games with, and some away games, to be fair. To be fair, we're doing on a quite a good record with you coming Absolutely. to away games at the moment, so we'll have to keep you coming. Uh, he has got the same but surname not, as... Not going to home, name, home games as well. Fair, and that as well. Yeah, we'll have to keep you away. He has got the same surname yeah, as me. Sadly. Yeah, it <laughs> does. We'll come on to that in a bit. He has got the same surname as me, which sadly does mean related. It's only me dad, Chris, everybody. Say hey hello guys. to Chris. Hi. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. Everyone says hello to me all the time. Uh, if you want to keep your comments coming in throughout uh, tonight's show, you can do so in the comments uh, in the section uh, below, and Cam will keep an eye on those, because I'm a little bit too far away to read, because I've got his eyesight, and it's awful. Uh, we start, as always, do you know how this works? Have you, have you been a watcher or a listener before? I've been or? a watcher and a listener, but I forgot. A watcher and a listener, and you forgot. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we always start off with the connection question, and to be honest, if you don't get the answer to this week's question, it will confirm something I've thought for a very long time. Uh, the connection question, very, very loosely okay. based, uh, of course, on uh, the opponents we've got coming up. You'll find out in a minute. Yeah, all right, no, right, reading, right. no reading the, the answers. Oh. Uh, there you go. Uh, the connection question, for those who don't know, is all about the upcoming fix. You'll be asking a question loosely related uh, to the Chesterfield game. We'll reveal the answer at the end. The connection question for this week is Liam Lawrence and Craig Disley were Derby Day heroes in the early noughties but what's the connection between that game and this very room? Nathan, do you think you know yes or no? This very room? This very room. What's the connection I feel like this between... is going to be something visual. But no, 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 no. It's, it's nothing visual. I'll give, it's, it's slightly to do with who's on the podcast and, and the podcast team in general. I think this is very I'm tedious. I'm going to have to have time to think about this. It's very tedious. Do you think you, you, you've got a clue? I mean, how long have you known me? Too long. Uh, but, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Awful. So you, you don't know? No. Mark, I'm, I might, you, yeah, you're, I remember you saying. You, you know. You see, yeah. he, rem- he listens. Yeah, That's yeah. good. <laughs> I'll leave you to last. Yeah, yeah. Simon? I reckon so, yeah. You think you've got an idea? Is yeah, that because you've had a look at the sheet? No, 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 no. Just no, no. Just <laughs> I think I'm missing something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are, Nathan. If, I'm missing something here, a big time, aren't <laughs> I? Cam? I mean, I've known you for quite a few years, so you should, probably should know this by now, but... Yeah, I might. I don't know, I don't know. You're not sure? I, that's it, I didn't follow the stakes back then. Well, I was, well, old, yeah. I was like three, Do you four. want some loose clues? I feel like I should give some loose clues to people. Do you, do you, have you figured it out yet? Have you figured it out? Right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Liam Liam Lawrence and Craig Disley were Derby Day heroes in the early noughties. 2003, I do believe it was. At Saltergate. In a month which is at the start of the year. And that loosely connects to something which is in this room. Uh-huh. You think you've, you've got an idea? I think now, I've yeah. got an idea. Probably wrong, that, but we'll, we'll find out later I on. I think I've got it now as well. Uh, of the show, yeah. lots to come up tonight. Then we're going to be talking, obviously, about the last couple of games. Looking ahead to the big derby day uh, as well, and looking ahead to a certain walk on Saturday morning. If somebody yeah. wants to stand on my foot, that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Look like they're all queuing up. We'll have an argument about Paul Digby, and you can join in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also we want to answer your comments and questions as well so if you've got any comments or questions leave them in the comments below and we'll come to them later on and slightly different today I was going to do a quiz but it's been a busy week and I forgot to write some questions so we're going to do something which is very loosely based on the ultimate 11 we're looking for the ultimate derby day hero so I'm going to get every single one of you to pick a player who's been a hero in a derby day clash and then you're going to have a minute to pitch uh, why you think they should be named the ultimate Derby Day hero. So get thinking about your players. It can be from any okay. era, so that might help you. Hey. Out I mean, you have got, what, 70, 80 years on your side? That's yeah, they're right. going on for 90 now. Getting on for yeah, 90, yeah. 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 Well, I've got get, 70. You've got 70, I've got so. Uh, let's <laughs> the frames outside, well, just in case. <laughs> well, we'll just do it nearest to the door so we can wheel you out. Thank you. <laughs> if you start leaning to one side, Mark will pull you back. Yeah. Let's start off by talking about the last couple of games we'll come to Port Vale uh, in a second but let's start off with Stevenage at home a narrow 1-0 win but a 1-0 win all the same Nathan nice clean sheet and once again it just showed what Mansfield can do if they're resilient in possession they can move the ball about a little bit yeah I think we had a successful day I mean like I said I think the clean sheet was a most important out of that I think it was when it got to the later on in that game when we had that goal 
bizarrely disallowed. I think the referee um, has got worse eyesight than me, to be honest, uh, disallowing that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> let's hope he's not watching. But um, yeah, clearly a goal, wasn't it? Um, so that should have been 2-0 and game should have been put to bed. But uh, obviously at the end, they were putting on a little bit of pressure, as expected, you normally get that. But fan three were held on. Hello. It's fine, I'm a pirate. Yeah, well, then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, thankfully we held on and uh, it was a good three points. It was a, a, a big three points. And Simon, once again, you know, mm. what sort of backed that up was, I was saying to a few people around me, I mean, I would usually have this conversation with you, but you were nowhere to be seen. I uh, weren't there on Saturday. You weren't there on Saturday. But that's probably why we won and kept a clean sheet. Uh, <laughs> I was saying to a few people around me, Simon, that obviously we've been in that position of being one goal up in a game and doing well with possession yeah. and things like that and then the last 10-15 minutes we tend to sort of tire tire and sort of falter a little bit but we stuck I'd, at it yeah I'd, I didn't see us tiring on Saturday to be honest I thought we, we did pretty well and I, he's, he's had some stick in the last few games when he's played but I thought Jimmy Spencer was absolutely brilliant on Saturday he, he held the line well and so did Kane Emmons up front as well but as regards defence, you know, I think with Xander Diamond coming back in, uh, it's it's changed a little bit. And but he seemed to have stepped into the shoes of whoever stepped out. And like, is it Christian? That's Christian Pearson. Yeah. So I feel him. a bit sorry for Christian because he's done nothing wrong. But at the minute, Xander Xander seems to be on form. Because point what Simon made there came about Jimmy Spencer. I mean, we've talked about him a few times. I saw you after the game, and you were in relatively high spirits. What did you make of, of Jimmy Spencer's performance? Because I thought after that performance that Rosewood actually stu- struggled to get in Tuesday night, but obviously being the leading scorer, it was always going to get in. But he had a, 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 probably one of his best displays in a stag shirt for me. He did, and I think it's down to. I think the first goal was down to not only was the goalkeeper just messing up but I think it was just that pressure that Spencer put on the goalkeeper and the defender just not quite sure what to do with it keeper fluffs it and we score from it and from there on in it looked all Mansfield and we were unfortunate not to get a goal uh, Spencer was unfortunate not to get a goal fantastic couple of saves from their keeper as well and he was really unlucky and I think he was unlucky on Tuesday night not to score as well Mark one man who stepped into the shoes of Danny Rose and the man who got us the winning goal and should have had a second goal to be fair as well was Kane Hemmings he's come in for a lot of criticism on this podcast yeah. in recent weeks but he's starting to hit his form a little bit isn't he yeah and you could say the same about a lot of the players but yeah definitely he's playing with confidence and you can only scheme score, scoring more goals really and he should have got even more but unfortunately we had a referee that saw a different game to us but we got a clean sheet and we won and that's the most important thing yeah it is and going into tomorrow's big local derby we'll try and tomorrow. keep it well Saturday <laughs> <laughs> forget what day it is sometimes <laughs> um, having two strikers Rose obviously in form and having Hemmings starting to find his feet now that can only bode well can't it it can do but I personally think there's a better player than Emmins that unfortunately is injured at the minute and that's Lee Engel I think he's a better all-round player I think he would play up more (laughs) well that's my opinion (laughs) 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 he's the only one that seems to feed off of Danny Rose from his Danny's knockdowns he's the only one that seems to be weighing 5-10 yards of him Emmins doesn't seem to be 15 yards within 15 yards yeah, we've said that before. They they seem to play too far yeah. apart, Emmins and Rose at times. And for me, for for an old fashioned footballer, if you like, go back to Toshak and Keegan. John Toshak, big centre back, uh, centre forward. Sorry, Kevin Keegan, 
little inside right, knock down, win 10, 15 yards, Van goal. Mm. So I think Stags are lacking something like that. I appreciate, I mean, is what he puts in off the ball as much as anybody else. But in my opinion, I, I think there's a better player there to bring in. Your argument, Nath, would be that he's, he's scoring goals though, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, I think he's in that form. But he's becoming the player that we thought we signed. I mean, we can't hide the fact that he has had a, a pretty poor start to his, his career here at, at, at Stags. We can't hide that. But I think... Um, how he played obviously on Saturday we didn't have Danny Rose in so he had to step up and, and he did and especially Tuesday night he played he played very well and, and you know put away a very well taken goal so I think he's got a bit more confidence in now even uh, Tuesday night fans started singing his name a little bit as well which again is going to give him more confidence and I think that's probably with strikers confidence is probably the, one of the most important things you can get and I think uh, if he gets that now and uh, this run up to Christmas if he hits a bit of form we could have a very good player on our hands and hopefully for the rest of the season if he does that I don't think what you can't argue with is I think a couple of the goals he'd scored early doors were you know fairly close range finishes deflected off him but you were there Tuesday night it was a fantastic ball for the goal but his run set himself for the goal surely that showed you glimpses of what Kane Hemmings can do but he does that anyway he's always running off the ball but he doesn't seem to get up there with play Whereas Lee Angle, in comparison, seems to be there round about and is there, he always play up and he wins us a lot of free kicks. Lee Angle may well be fit for Saturday's game against Chesterfield, but if you were Steve Evans and you were Paul Rayner... I wouldn't put Angle back in at this minute because Emmons is a direct vein of all, to be fair, give him a chance. Mm, it's it's one of those, would you, what would you do, Cam? Because obviously Lee Angle will be, you know chomping at the bit to get himself back into the game but if you've got two front men who are looking dangerous looking hot and looking you know to get on the score sheet it's, it's almost an easy selection isn't it I'll say Daddy Rose and <coughs> Kane Hemmings scored fantastic goals on Tuesday night and obviously Hemmings played fantastically against Stevenage in the absence of Danny Rose and I think uh, Steve Evans and Paul Rayner have got headaches of who to choose because they're all fantastic players but I think if you look purely down to performance recently and who's got the goals Lee Angle's been in, at injured and Kane Emmons has stepped up to the plate and he's, he's took his chances when he's had them so I think if you were going to do anything stick Angle on the bench if we need a goal yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, yeah, he's the perfect sort of man to bring he's on he's, back he's an injury. impact player so he really is he can get 30-15 minutes at end of game yeah as a it's a perfect opportunity and, and he's fast as well so, when we, if so he, what you're saying is basically when we're 7-0 up against Chesterfield on Saturday <laughs> bring him on for the last 15 minutes for a minute at first off yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. take him off and get half time <laughs> from Scorey yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh dear that would be funny wouldn't it Nathan I, you know how I love your rants and Tuesday night at Port Vale obviously we're in a rich vein of form at, at the moment it wasn't a game you wanted to miss you started the day off in Hereford in fact was it Tuesday that I spoke to you for, for the other thing was it Tuesday, Tuesday daytime I spoke yeah, to you yeah we had an interview in the, yeah, in the yeah. day didn't we and talking then, about obviously talking about Saturday's war yeah. and you said to me you were in Hereford and I said are you going tonight and you was like 
yeah, I'm, I'm going to make it. And then you nearly did. So come on, have a rant about a taxi driver because there's one in the room. So, you know, have a rant about taxi drivers. <laughs> they're, they're all the same, aren't they? <laughs> no, no, it, it, to be fair, it was my fault. I missed my train that I needed, so I was an hour later than it was. And I wasn't due to get into Stoke until half past seven. And then I had to get a taxi from there to, to Port Vale. So it was going to be very touch and go. I was going to make a uh, kickoff. But I decided to go to Crewe. Um, and, and get off there because I had half an hour change there so I thought I might as well get a taxi from Crewe to Port Vale uh, I'm still at the front of the station with my cane because Hudson's at home um, I'm very useless at using a white cane to be honest so that was obviously wasn't helping me never been to Crewe before well apart from uh, for a Stags match but I've never been to Crewe train station before had a taxi booked um, for some reason he wouldn't come to me so I had to go and find him he starts pipping the horn he didn't understand what it meant when I said I was blind so a bit of confusion there so yeah, it's left to me to go and find him. There was a few car engine runnings, but I went to one of them. Luckily, it was him. I could have got him with anybody, couldn't I? <laughs> really, uh, got in the taxi. Obviously, I explained to him again, I've never been here. That's why I struggled to find you. I needed him to come to me. I'm blind, blah, blah, blah. He then said, oh, where are we going? I said, oh, Port Vale Football Club, please. <clears throat> and he said, all right. Do you know the way? <laughs> no, eventually, though, you did, I don't eventually, way. eventually, though, you did manage to find your way there. Sure, I, I, you <laughs> I don't think he's even it's questionable. Right it's questionable. No, but, yeah. Some random bloke crew made fifty quid. <laughs> yeah, but now I got there, um, you know, at seven o'clock with uh, forty-five minutes to spare, so I even got time for a couple of drinks. So I was pretty happy in the end, but uh, and uh, I was especially especially happy with the game we had. So I was sort of thinking when I was in the taxi, I was thinking. Is this a sign saying don't go? You know, one of those, you know when something's not yeah, right yeah, on the yeah. journey, you think it's trying to tell you something, isn't it? But I persevered and I got there and it was, I think uh, I was rewarded in the end by it all. Uh, Simon, you were obviously working so you couldn't get away, but you was watching it and watching the scores come in and, and obviously listening yeah, to, yeah. to the game and everything. Your future father-in-law was on the phone, was it? Obviously without going into the expletives. <laughs> when, when, yeah. when we scored, was it the third or the fourth? What were fourth. kind of your words? Use something funny to disguise the oh, swear. Yeah. But just well, that it, it, was, it was kind of like, oh my god, <laughs> we've scored four. Flitting in gibbets. It's in one game. You mean which one? What's that all about? Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of said, I heard that. <laughs> and I was like, hot water? Oops, no. Uh, no, not at all. Because <laughs> I don't think he could believe we've scored four in one game as well. To be honest, Cam, we were obviously at the game together and we were saying, first 10 minutes, if we don't sort ourselves out here because they were they came out and they were all over us we could be banging trouble and it, it was pretty much a game of, of two halves wasn't it wasn't it and the first half the only way to describe it was smash and grab oh definitely they were by far the favourites going into that game and they'd been top of the form table for the entire division like fourth in the entire 92 so to go up against a team like that and perform like we did in the first half wasn't great so Smash and grab, yeah, was perfect um, description of it because you can't really say that Mansfield had much of a sniff in the first half other than when Xander popped up and flicked it over the keeper because we, we didn't look into the game until after that. We and nowhere near it, what not, we? not at all. And I think that's what, what cost Mansfield so much. We come to these games and we're just so slow at starting. Did it against Stevenage, did it against Coventry mm. and it's the games that it's them games that we need to be wary of and especially if we come out like that on Saturday we can't do that Saturday. we can't, we, no, we we can't, can't not at all cannot do if we come Saturday. out like that then we'll be lucky to make it off time without being behind we but were talking about Diamond being strong 
at one end, but one man who was shining at the back, thank you, uh, was uh, was Reese Bennett. And at nil-nil, Bennett made yeah. what I can only describe as one of the best tackles I've ever seen. And that, for me, that challenge, that, that pretty much won us the game. It did. But to go back to it first off, when we get being att- attacked, we start defending, we seem to panic and we all cried around each other as, as mates looking for reassurance from each other yeah yeah and before we, we know it ball's gone past us and we, we've got no chance and it all seems too scrambled and the clearance what they made came from a, a, a scrambled play fortunately otherwise if, if they'd have scored I, I don't think we'd have got anywhere near it would have been a completely different game would Absolutely. you have been obviously you were keeping an eye on it and everything as well Mark would you have been worried if you'd have seen Port Vale 1 Mansfield nil? I still think we've got the players to come back from last like, mm. say one nil down. Um, but yeah, like I say, the one that was all over us possession wise, but there wasn't really creating much chances. You know, the defence was holding the line and looking solid. And when we got that goal, I just felt as though second half, you know, got half time, I think, sorted them out, and then well, ran over them, didn't we? <laughs> one thing I don't want to gloss over is uh, also at one nil moments after we'd scored. They chucked the ball into our box and another man who made another fantastic challenge was the man with the greatest being on the planet, Paul Anderson. And that was <laughs> it, just, it just showed the spirit that we wasn't, you know, we wasn't we wasn't in that frame of mind of right, we've got a goal and, and that's it, we're just gonna knock it about. Now we had hunger, we had desire, we had a want for more. I mean, hopefully it's not a game too early, but hopefully no, it hopefully no, no. it's just a warm up Simon. Yeah, yeah, let's hope so. I mean Evan Steve Evans has been saying for a couple of weeks now we need to be finishing teams off. Not just going one nil and thinking we've won it. We need to be punishing teams. And Tuesday night just proved that against a good side we can still punish good sides. Yeah. I think Oh, I, I, I think what's important how are you saying about that desire that we had uh, I think uh, uh, Steve Evans alluded it to in his post-match interview I think um, he said that you, in this if game you're going to do it you've got to do it in the voice you've got to do it no, it's, 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 no, no 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 chance but he said, he said like it, it's <laughs> no chance no way no way no way no he said that it's not about you can't look at the league table in that scenario because it's more the form it's more the form table isn't it because if they went to the league, into that game thinking that they're near the bottom and uh, and and just looked at that as it was, then we would have got rolled over because they were a good team. They won't be there at the end of the season. That's hundred percent. Yeah, Neil Askins really got them firing. Yeah. You can yeah. see that first. Yeah. Yeah. But I think well, it's the same you? against Chesterfield. We cannot look at that and think they're bottom of the league because it's a form table. And at the moment, as much as I don't like to say it, they've hit like, <coughs> a little bit of form. Not much. Not as much as Port Vale, obviously, but they've hit a little bit of form and they've got a little bit of belief. So, would you say that's down to? Cause obviously, every club gets a perk. When a new man comes in, you look at Stags, we won two on the spin, Crawley and Blackpool, and then we got hammered by uh, Carlisle. Is this the game for Chesterfield where they yeah. couldn't back, back down <laughs> yeah. to earth again? Because they've been on this so. high of win, 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 whatever. Yeah. Is it time for them to come crashing back down again? I've got a lot of Spyrite mates, unfortunately. You have Ooh. not got friends, that's a complete lie. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, people that sport Spyrites, they seem to come and talk to me whether they want to cry on my shoulder or cross it spirals I don't know (laughs) there's a lot of financial troubles at at Chesterfield and they fetched a man in that's a a Chesterfield player or ex-player and they've all sort of tried to get behind him but nothing's changed Mm. they've had he's come in he's lost two or three games on his first bit 
and now they seem to have hit a bit of form. But I think not because it's Saturday. They've done us a favour in, in in a way because they've, they've done Exeter. Mm. You've yeah. got three points off of Exeter, yeah, 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 so yeah. They, they're, they're they are three four extra at the moment, aren't they? Well, they are, yeah. yeah but yeah. with Spyrites, Jack Lester's gone in there. I don't think he's the man for the job in first place. I, I think thought Agent Saunders were doing a great job. I think going back, they should never have got rid of him. They've been in conference by now. Yeah. Look, take a cold one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're yeah. doing well. Yeah. Look, I think going back to Stag's form from the beginning of the season, the crew just picked a couple of games out and, and Luton. We were there right from the start mm. and going for it. But to me, rest of the games we've sort of hung back ten or fifteen minutes as if, as, as if we're nervous. It's like as if we're trying to work them out of yeah. how they're going to play before we Possibly start so. playing ourselves. And then all of a sudden we click into gear. But to go for the rest of the season, if we're going to still keep playing like we did first off against um, on Tuesday, we're going to fall down well and truly. Especially against the, the higher teams in the, the league as well. Yeah, but we always seem to yeah. play better against higher teams yeah. or teams above us than what we do teams below us it's your forest greens yeah. and your ovals we've got yeah. to worry about yeah. that's right yeah we've got but that's what I was saying that's what I was trying to say you've got your yeah. Chesterfields down there that can take points either drawing with other teams and, and do us a favour mm. but we need to be right at on button right front first whistle and we'll talk more about the Chesterfield game coming up shortly as well let's move uh, on now let's uh, have a quick look at some of the Facebook comments tonight if you are watching on the Facebook live feed drop us a, a comment any of your questions your comments uh, and we'll uh, discuss them as we go on we're still going to be talking uh, later on in the show we'll look a little bit more about Xander Diamond as well and his uh, leadership and how uh, he's added a bit more to us in terms of having that leader out on the pitch we'll talk more about Reese Bennett uh, as well and we'll also uh, obviously have a look at things away from football uh, as well and do our ultimate derby day hero keep thinking of those names and if you've got anything to suggest drop them in the comments as well and anyone that can uh, see the comments I can't see them from here so I'm in the same boat as Nathan uh, we uh, would appreciate them and, and get us get yours in uh, good evening to Porters good evening guys looking forward to tonight and on Saturday also uh, good evening to to Jason who says come on you stags and Steve says evening guys Derby calling indeed Derby day on Saturday looking forward to that one of course and Nathan ah, it's getting closer and closer now isn't it and uh, the walk tell us a little bit more about that I mean do I really need to, to do this? It's, uh, it's already out there now. It's on the last we two, can pretend that's not two, two podcasts happen. we've committed to it, so uh, you can't battle it now, I'm afraid. Just how many miles is it for, for people who, 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 don't do, who don't know? How many miles are me, you, Mark, Simon and Cam, and over 50 others, to yep. be fair, walking <laughs> on uh, on Saturday morning to the game? It's uh, well, it's... Uh, Put it simply, it's sixteen point seven, so it's a fair distance. But um, and, it's up, and, it's, and it's uphill. It's what? It's uphill. I didn't sign up for this. Couldn't they have waited until <laughs> later on in the season? Like bit, two no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, obviously, we've already done a chest for those, so we couldn't do it that way. That's why it had to yeah. be this way. And uh, just to, you know, just to make it a little bit better for you, the forecast at the moment, it's uh, looking at a high of four degrees. 
So it's going to be a nice and chilly morning. That's in the day. So if you look at the time we're leaving at seven o'clock in the morning, at what, at what time? That'll still be it'll be about quite dark. Yeah, two seven o'clock in one day, Craig. <laughs> Just so you what? know, two <laughs> seven o'clock in one day. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's an absolute joke. Uh, good evening to Callum who says good evening. Mix of excitement and anxious for the game on Saturday. As we've seen this season with the Stags, anything can happen. Uh, Dave says Derby Day hero Liam Lawrence. So whoever I come to first, that one can nick that one if. Uh, falling short of a name and uh, Mandy says uh, come on you stags evening guys going to be a cracking atmosphere let's talk about atmosphere actually on that subject and I think since Coventry there's actually been a bit of a resurgence uh, in atmosphere it was fantastic at Coventry away that was then matched up to be fair when we played uh, uh, obviously Stevenage at home in the last home game one of the best home atmospheres Mm. uh, for a while and then Port Vale in midweek, despite the fact that the drum got refused entry, we just <laughs> made some sheer noise, and it, it just feels good, doesn't it, to know that whichever stakes game you're going to go to at the minute, there's a bit of an atmosphere there, and and Nathan, it's one of those where you know a cold, what's the what's the saying, a cold, wet, windy Tuesday night in Stoke, always going to be a, a boring no no draw, but we made it, we made it good, didn't we? We did, and I think uh, it just. It's an all-round better experience for the, for the fans, and it gets the players going. And no matter what, you, you compare it to where was it? Was it Cheltenham? Where or was it Colchester or something like that? Where it was the opposite, where the fans got on the players' backs. Obviously, we, obviously the results uh, also dictate that. Both, well, yeah, both, 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 yeah. both abysmal. But yeah. anyway, we've played poorly, which is one of a number of teams this year. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go, a couple there. But you know, you look at that and compare it to you know to, to like. Like the likes of Coventry, and now the sort of again results dictate how supporters are going to behave, sort of thing. But yeah, it's two ways. Results in the atmosphere is improved. It's a two way thing, and like on on Tuesday night, the first half we wasn't good, but the fans were still getting behind mm-hmm. us, and I think that's the difference, and uh, it does help the players, and uh, I think Saturday should. Well, well, not surely it will. I think it will be. Uh, Phil will be rocking. That's well, it. the atmosphere. So could, yeah. If I can go back to the 1970s when I first started going, when we we had North Stand full, West Stand full, Quarry Lane for or Shed End with away supporters, but we had Bishop Street as well, mm. which were important. And the atmosphere as we get in now is starting to go back to atmosphere where I can remember back in them days. Yeah, but what we got to do on Saturday though is is if I'm saying it's a big if underline bold capitals if we do go 1-0 down we can't go quiet we need to stick no, we, need to, we need to yeah. we need to get behind lads and we need to you know get that momentum going because like Nathan says if you've got you know if you've got like how many, how many are they bring on Saturday? 1,500 1,500 yes. so, so they've not so even it's like, sold though after they're struggling to sell 6,500 7,000 thousand stakes fans yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you've got 6,500 7,000 stakes fans yeah, yeah. all chanting you know wanting you know their team to do well it, it can only nah. can only go down onto pitch and it can talking about Spira fans there's a lot that don't want to come there are a lot that don't want to come but the point I was going to make before before that was just before it goes out of my mind, is there are going to be extra numbers there, but what worries me is, and this is where things are a little bit different, there are a certain percentage who aren't there to watch football. Yeah, yeah. There are yes. a certain percentage yeah, yeah. No, who are buying yes. tickets yeah. who are not there to watch football and who are just there to be, for want of a better word, idiots. Yeah. Now, support for the club money-wise and getting the atmosphere going is all well and good and is fine, but let's do it in a good way. 
let's not yeah. disagree. I mean, it's only going to reflect badly on us. A few boos from those extra 2,000, the players aren't going to be bothered. And, and one thing you've got to remember through it all, as we'll talk about later on, is there's one man in one dugout who bleeds the colours of the club. There's one man in, a other, in another dugout who's a loud mouth Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to get hold him on, on Saturday and, and keep him sat down and get well, him. We we were having the same conversation about this against Notts County, but yeah, we, we still were. we still run yeah. out three one winners. Yeah. Yeah. So you know he's still got something about him to know that it's a derby day and to it kind just of concerns get me with, with the fact it's Chesterfield and there's the extra numbers there and, and what have you that it will just be it won't be the atmosphere which we've felt over the last couple of games, which is genuine genuine support and genuine want to watch football and to succeed on a pitch it'll be more there'll be more of a hostile feel and yeah. that's, that's that's thing it, it wears his heart on his sleeve doesn't it yeah, no, no, yeah you got yeah. to say he always gives up 110% and he is well you say he's he's commi- he is committed to the club you know when yeah, yeah, when, yeah. We, when we're actually on that pitch he wants 150% yeah. from all of them and from club in previous what is, is, is wrong he's got reputation that follows him as well mm. and I think it's a tendency from, from officials to watch that and maybe a, it, it'll have repercussions on us but that, that's his downfall I think yeah, yeah. He, he when a decision don't go Mansour's way he doesn't like it and he's in well, the referee fourth official's face as I say, and, it, and he's going yeah. on and on and on and he's on about it for ten minutes afterwards that's the point and we um, on Saturday there were a decision where it didn't go against I think it might have been the goal actually yeah and Rayner were absolutely berating the linesman yeah they were absolutely going off at him and you run it for ten minutes yeah and there were, we were there were a group on us all just shouting Rayner just, yeah. just let it go he's done he's yeah. done I'm let it go to start singing let it go then let's move on to <laughs> the comments coming as well Jason says that we all need the other blocks to join in with the cube block I don't think that's going to be a problem on Saturday at all do you it's, yeah. it's going to be it will be a spiral atmosphere uh, Dave says I went to Tuesday uh, I went Tuesday night and we could have been 2-0 down after 20 minutes but second half Mansfield were awesome what a goal by Danny Rose Mansfield till I die what a goal it was as well absolutely yeah, fantastic the touching on Brilliant. everything uh, Rob uh, <coughs> says uh, having done the walk last time I can tell you Craig that all the aches and pains quickly disappeared after Calvin scored adrenaline <laughs> is the best medicine uh, certainly so as well uh, Rich also says that Coventry was a good catalyst for fan support Croy Lane has been pretty quiet all season uh, but much more singing versus Stevenage so if we can keep that up I think it's that thing isn't it where teams will start to fear coming to the one call stadium again and fear playing is knowing that whether it's home or away we take that big vocal support and get behind the side and we've said it plenty of times that's the extra ingredient that the players need isn't it and I think with the 6-0 not lost without losing 6 up bands yeah, I think that nine nine me, I think that atmosphere's starting to build, momentum starting to go again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think we because it's just a field on Saturday, even if it's not scanty, mm. we've got that behind us. Fortress Field Mill. You, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think we're getting into an habit now of, of turning up to a match and supporting rather than, you know, not getting yeah. the place. But I think we are getting to that habit and it's a good habit to get it into. It is, yeah. So I as long as we carry on. Um, and I think that I, I know what you mean about the extra two thousand or whoever who who might not be there who to you know what I mean to, to support support sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think the rest of the you know the how core. how we are yeah the core support there. 
I think that'll just take over anyway. And especially if we if we're playing well, we don't have to worry at all. But but what yeah, worries me, as Craig says earlier on, with the idiots going, could that cost us through FA disciplinary? Is if there's any incidents, I mean, I can go back to, to when they were yeah. Titchfield Park and. and Railway. Oh, but Chesterfield, they barely ever show up anyway. They'll be gone before. They'll be gone half time. They'll be gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 if it's proper, they'll show back. They'll be on my guarantee that all. That fence will gate shut from 10 o'clock. Mansfield fans not going to be able to get anywhere near bus station, train station. Oh, we are because we're walking by there. Yeah. Awkward. Mark, just sort of on that subject of finding momentum, obviously we talk about getting the positive results, which bleeds the positive atmosphere. We also spoke about getting on the players' back and what have you, but we are starting to click a little bit now we are starting to get that rhythm how much was those start of the season plaudits Mansfield are going to storm the league and all those comments like that how much is, is, is that killed how much did that kill it in that first two months are we two months behind where we should be do you think is this where we should have been where people were predicting we'd be uh, I do feel so we are unachieving a little bit I think obviously there's a lot more to come for the team but the start of the season obviously it's a new team we know we've not been used to being the favourites for anything in one time so obviously we're going to take time but now you can see we're starting to gel and let's hope now we can just carry on that run of form and like we said make Field Miller Fortress make team fear come into Mansfield and just really kick on really because there's plenty more to come from this team Michael says uh, the ref has to have a good game and not spoil it uh, play- and players must not be given silly yellow cards or even red ones because they there are the things that Danny change Rose games. Well, just to build up coming, just to build up coming, they'll start throwing the weight about mm. because it's a derby. It, it's Chesterfield versus Mansfield, and they'll throw themselves off floor and things yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, looking for cheap free kicks and things like Do that. Do we know what referee is yet? Not yet. Not announced. Mm. I think, oh, tomorrow, I think it's tomorrow. Then, uh, no, we've, we. It can't <laughs> be because we had him Tuesday. Yeah, so you can't have it's not him again. Two in the round because otherwise yeah. it would boil over. Yeah, it's not Drysdale, is it? Oh, Jesus! Kevin be whistling his way down to over. Why? Oh dear! Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Going back to what you said about um, obviously Evans being a lad mascot, but I think. Paul Rayner did That was a very pre- tongue-in-cheek comment, by the way. Don't hold me to that, because he's a big lad. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what have you been saying about the other podcast? <laughs> Paul Rayner did his, pre, uh, his pre-match, uh, was it yesterday? No, this morning. Was it this morning? Yeah. I think, obviously, Paul Rayner being a Nottingham lad, I think he understands what it actually means more to us than what Evans would understand it to be. Being a local lad, fair enough, it might be Nottingham, but it's still Nottinghamshire. Yeah, yeah. whether you're a Forest fan a County fan Manchester fan Chesterfield fan Derby fan you know this rivalry is quite big so Rayner will understand it a little bit more than what Evans will oh Link this area though <laughs> most fa- you understand that Mansfield and Chesterfield is just a pure hatred of each other and I think Evans could could miss that slightly and just think it's a Derby game but Rayner will understand it why have, it, look when they were at Leeds his managed derbies there when at Rotherham his, yeah, his managed derbies all over yeah. crawling down the and all of it so yeah. he, he knows he's been game long enough he's, he's no more yeah. you know no. but as I said earlier he wears his hat on his sleeve and he's got a, a belief in Tekken Mansfield that's what he wants to do forward Tekken's forward so he's going to have a go but there's got to be a, a time with him if you notice and watch him Paul he just lets him get on with it Mm. 
but he's, he's got to realise that he's got to keep his mouth shut and walk away that's yeah, what I'm saying about the w- reputation w- yeah. once yeah. the decision's been made it's been made you're not going to change he, referees he can have decision. a chat at fourth official but shouting and boiling at linesmen and, <clears throat> and referee and things like that it's like and they're not going to change the mind and I think that's what was against him at times sometimes I think I think referees yeah. look and go who we got this week Mansfield that, oh I've got 90 minutes with Steve Evans that's exactly what I'm saying the reputation the reputation yeah. he's got yeah and it's like I don't really like the guy so but therefore all I can tell you for a fact I've worked closely obviously because they are human they do have all the jobs as well mm. I've worked with a, a football league fourth official for uh, a year or so and I can tell you for a fact that is 100% true that they see a manager yeah. on a list and think well he's a nice guy so I'll get on with him or yeah. I really don't want that earache from him I've got to travel and that's yeah. been I've got to travel two miles I've got to travel two hours worth of travelling on a Tuesday night I really don't need him balling in my ear and then to get up for work the next day there is I think officials take a lot more slack and a, a lot more than what they you know they take a lot of slack and they take a lot more crap than what they probably yeah. should do from managers and that that's true I mean if Steve Evans starts getting in the referee's ear and the fourth official's ear and he's you know he's had a bad night yeah. the night before it's it's human nature to to we're not we're playing against yeah. Chesterfield we were playing yeah. against Chesterfield and officials yeah. take me one step further that's a directive from FIFA isn't it about match officials and being watched and the way that the match officials deal with that that's so you see a big match I think somebody from I might be going a bit OTT but somebody from Premiership or at least Championship you know it's yeah. it's a local derby yeah. they know the hatred between both the clubs they should have you know experience. Uh, an experienced referee yeah. come in and know well know the game and I'll give you one referee from way back Jack Taylor whether you can remember him or not way before my yeah, time yeah. <laughs> let's move back to the present and not do uh, horrible histories uh, <laughs> look at some uh, the quotes from, from this morning's uh, press call obviously we're talking a lot about we talk a lot about Chesterfield and we talk about Jack Lester and we've spoke a lot about this season about not having a Mansfield you know out and out Mansfield born and bred player other than Jack Thomas really in, in the dressing room and players who've played in, in that sort of derby but Paul Anderson is, is one man who knows Nottinghamshire well obviously with Nottingham Forest when he was there he knows the importance of the Nottinghamshire Derbyshire border derbies um, and he's been speaking in the press call um, today some of the quotes from him first of all talking about the, the current run that we're on uh, saying it's nice to go on these runs there's a great buzz around the changing room we have to look at it uh, as every game coming up uh, is important. We've obviously crept into the playoffs, but now we want to stay there and push into that top three. Uh, from what I hear, it's an eagerly anticipated game and we're looking forward to playing it. We've got to look at it from a professional point of view and take it as another game. Uh, in terms of being selected, he says everyone wants to be involved in derbies and it's a nice feeling when you're on the right side of the resort. And my favourite quote from the entire day from uh, from Paul Anderson this morning, uh, just comparing himself to other players he says I'm a poor man's Phil Neville I said to the manager I just want to play I don't mind where it is I've played it right back before and I just want to start every game 
I'm just desperate to get a run of games and show what I can do. I think he would be a, a starter for me uh, yes, on Saturday because uh, we look at we're looking for leaders and we're looking for for people like that. And on the subject of leaders, we'll talk about that very very shortly indeed. Go on quickly. That was what we're going to talk about, Xander. Yeah, but I'm going right. to do it in a little. I'm going to do it. Don't right, I'll leave it till then. Then. A little while. If you want to get your comments, keep your comments uh, coming in. You certainly can do so uh, in our Facebook comments feed. Get your comments in there, and we'll read some of them out as. Uh, as we see them here uh, on the podcast. Let's uh, scroll through uh, a few of them since we missed it. Um, Rob has said, I've got to get on to see more, but you've written an essay there. Uh, Ref has been announced. He last refed us in the 14-15 away uh, season, away to Oxford in a 3-0 defeat. Mack has scored twice for Oxford, um, and the rating for the ref from some other fans, fan sites said uh, uh, a rating of 4 out of 10 and he had a shocker. Well, you never know. He might have uh, uh, improved from that. Right. And I can tell you the man's name. Uh, it's Andy Warmer, last officiating the stakes, as we say, in that 3-0 uh, defeat. Um, let's see. Let's hope having the word wool in his name is not a bad omen. <laughs> <says Rob. laughs> and uh, Mandy says, come on you, Stakes, it's going to be a cracking atmosphere. It is indeed. Let's turn our attention uh, from uh, the present to the past. It's time for the Ultimate Eleven with a little bit of a twist. Now, usually I announce at this point when we've done an Ultimate Eleven in the past who got in the team for the last time around, but guess what I've done again? Forgot to post a poll, didn't you? Got to post the poll. Because the last time we did the Ultimate Eleven, not looking, fit to wear the shirt. We're not fit to wear the shirt. So I've decided to go on a bit of a tangent. We will pick up the central midfield thing. Uh, this is my show. I can do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> Creative content licenses belong to me. Um, <laughs> probably. Um, so we're going to do that as a bit of a special one. And I'm going to do another bit of a special one today. We'll pick up with central midfield later on in the series. But today's special one, because there's six of us in here. It's going to be a challenge, but we'll, we'll see how we get. Um, we're going to look for the ultimate Derby Day hero. It doesn't have to be Mansfield versus Chesterfield. It can be any player who's performed well in a derby. All you've got to do, as ever, in the Ultimate Eleven, is back up your argument in the minute time frame. So I'm going to ask each of you in turn um, to obviously give me a name for who you want uh, to be the ultimate Derby Day hero. Now, I'm going to do this in order of Derby's watched, Derby games watched over the years, and we'll start with shortest to longest. Cam, you've seen probably about one because you're only about three years old. Thanks. Although you've grown a bit of a, a, a beard now, are you trying to emulate Paul? What's you know, what's the, the thing with the beard? Is because uh, you've turned 18, suddenly you want to try and look like? No, a... I'm doing the the Movember thing at college, so yeah. Well. As I, under- as, I, as I understood it, November was just the moustache. But, yeah. And then we've got a magnifying glass. <laughs> this one, in that drawer there, haven't they? Bigger. So I'm going to come to you first for a name. Just to give you a... a, a, a any derby game. Any derby game from down the years. <coughs> All you've got to do, the only rule for this, is it can't be a current player, and it must be somebody who you can back up in an argument has... Or does deserve the title of the ultimate Derby Day Mansfield Town Warrior hero, whatever word you want to use. Matt, Matt Green. Okie dokie. Uh, I'm going to come to the person who I think next will have seen the uh, least amount of derbies, which purely on age, I'm going to go for you, Mark. Give me. So you're, so let me write these down before I forget. Cam has gone for uh, Matt Green, which means you can't go for Matt Green, but you can go for any other player. You know the rules. Go for the rest. 
Okay, Disley. Uh, Nathan, you're yeah. next. I'm going to go Calvin Andrew. Okie dokie. Uh, I am going to go, therefore, because it would be me next in terms of aging order and things like that. Uh, I am going to go for... Hmm. Actually, I'm going to... Because it's, it's, I can do what I want. I've got two names in mind. <laughs> so I'm going to wait until the end and, and see what happens. Them. Yeah. Um, Simon, you, you'll have seen a few. A fair yeah. few. Chris Greenacre. Chrissy Greenacre. Mm, right. Chrissy. You're a hundred. You don't have to be a stakes player because I've got I've got fruit in mind. That's a big one. Right. If it don't have to be a stakes player, I can. Right. Can somebody ex- can somebody, <laughs> ex- <laughs> can somebody <laughs> tell him the Man's name? Of, well, it's the name of the, the podcast. Oh, right. In that case, then go work stuff. Okay. So I, I, out of curiosity, who was you going to say? And it's not yeah, if it wasn't the other one was Rod Arnold from the same era. He was a Mansfield player. Yeah, I know what. But I misunderstood it, alright! You just said that, yeah. Moving up. Move up. Oh, do you know what? Whoever yeah. booked him for tonight's podcast, make sure you do not book him again. <laughs> <laughs> do I get paid? No. Okay. no. <laughs> Did you not see the same contract that Simon got? Yeah. Did contract? You've got no I, yeah, I'm, value. I'm under contract. Yeah, you're under oh, contract. Oh, right, okay. We just turn up every week, he's actually under contract. <laughs> Legal <laughs> obligation. Um, so, uh, which one do you want to go for then? Uh, I'll go for Kilmax Staff because she's better day tomorrow. Fair enough. Um, I am going to go for one of two names, and to be fair, I will let you guys say who I should go for Jamie Maguire and Alan Marriott I knew you were going to say Alan Marriott I was going to say that yeah. which one should I go for I'll go, I'll go Alan, Ma- Alan Marriott I'll go Jamie Maguire I was going to say Alan although you've done that before right? yeah, well yeah but for a different thing and Marriott's in the ultimate 11 as well as the, the goalkeeper so um, so Cam who would, who do you think I should argue for Maguire or Marriott Marriott uh, Marriott Maguire I'd say but... Maguire gone 2-1 Mark 3-1 Nate well, don't matter what I say now, does it? Marriott. <laughs> oh, uh, so I'll argue for Alan Marriott then. Fair enough. Uh, so. And then we do love you, Maguire. Yes, we do. Yeah. And we will hopefully see you soon on one of these podcasts. Um, so the rules are you have one minute to argue your case uh, for why um, your particular player should get in, well, should get the, the, the tag of uh, Ultimate 11. Derby Day Hero. It's as simple uh, as that. And because this is your podcast debut, if you like, we're going to give you the, uh, the chance to, to go first. You've got one minute, right. not a second over, but you can be a second under it. Okay, I wouldn't change the road Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, chat. Sorry, guys. I wouldn't change the road Arnold. Are we letting him do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's debut in it. Go on. Go on. Uh, yeah. Goodness sake, I've written it down as well. Now. Yeah, I, I know that bit, you idiot. <laughs> uh, you've got one minute to uh, argue your case for, for Rod Arnold. And what we're going to do is we want you guys at home watching this on the live feed to decide who is the winner. We're going to put a poll on our Twitter uh, and we'll put it will get you to comment in the comments uh, below uh, as well for who you think should take the crown. So uh, for Rod Arnold... Um, your one minute starts in three, two, one, go. Okay, Rod Arnold, goalkeeper. One of the best goalkeepers at our level I've seen throughout the years. And this is because it's pure and simply his positioning, his vocal, on corners, on um, set pieces, 
he'll come out, he'll command his area, he'll run through, he, he, he did run through defenders, no matter who it was, whether White Staff or anybody else, he, just to get that ball. And I've said my bit, that's it, done, finished. White Staff, top. That's it, easy as that. All right, so um, I'm going to move across to, to you now, Mark. Then Mark, yep. you uh, have obviously gone for uh, for Craig Disley. Have I written that? Yeah, I've written that yeah, down yeah, right, yeah. yeah. It's been a long day. You've gone for Craig Disley. Your one minute on why Craig Disley should be the Mansfield Matters Ultimate Eleven Derby Day hero starts now. Well, came through the ranks. He knew what it meant to the people of Mansfield to be a part of that derby. You know, wore his hot on his sleeve. And remember that game where he equalised and then obviously went on to win the game 2-1. And, you know, he was just a fantastic lad as well. And you've seen what it meant to him being a part of a great team. And it was a great time for the club as well. And... There was uh, a lot of young players, obviously coming through the youth system as well, and you know he's, he's just a fantastic player. Um, so yeah, quite busy. Easy as that. Twenty nine <laughs> seconds. Good work. Um, Simon, uh, you have gone for <laughs> for, for Chris Greenacre. Yeah. So Chris, 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 Chris Greenacre. Uh, right. Uh, I'm glad you all agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. You've so, Chris Greenacre, why should he be the Mansfield Matters Ultimate Eleven Derby Day Hero? Your minute, and not a second over, starts in three, two, one, go. Chris Greenacre, he was Mansfield Town's all to, well, not all time greatest goal scorer, should I say. He was our top scorer. Uh, I believe he started, his debut was against Lincoln, and we beat them 5 2. And on that day, he did, we didn't know who he was. He just he, he was signed by I think it Billy Deaton. Um He just came onto the bit and he scored two goals that day and he announced himself as a Mansfield Town player that day. And he just kicked on and we had a fantastic season. The season after uh, winning promotion and mainly because of all of his goals and things like that. But mainly. Um, he, he knew he knew where the net was against local derbies, and he was a Mansfield lad. Well, Mansfield player through and through, and he knew what it meant to score goals for us and win games. Oh, nice! Fifty-nine seconds. Not, not too bad. Um, so, Cameron, the youngest on this panel yes. uh, tonight, um, you have gone for Matt Green. Why is Matt Green? Deserved of a place in the Mansfield Matters Ultimate Eleven as the Derby Day hero. Your time starts in three, two, one. Podcast now, but I was trying to trip you up, but didn't. <laughs> <laughs> didn't fall for it though, did Trip yourself up, really. <laughs> didn't, didn't I? <laughs> Go! So, Matt Green, fair enough, didn't get the chance to play in the Mansfield Chesterfield Derby, but he's played in Mansfield Lincoln Derbies, he's played in Mansfield Notts County Derbies. And he scored goals. Scoring goals in the FA Cup uh, second round, back when we played Lincoln, promotion season. Uh, coming off the bench to score against Notts County, and when we beat them 3-1, uh, when we beat them 5-0, grabbing two goals there as well. And I think he's just lived and breathed Mansfield while he was at the club, and always knew what the what it meant to the fans. Always understand how the fans felt about the games and always turned up for the big occasions. And I think probably the best goal he scored in the, in the local derby, 
30 odd seconds against Notts County after coming on. I think it just showed the de determination that he had uh, for the team, even though we were walking the game, he was still he was still going and going right until the final whistle. And that is the final whistle on your minute. Well done, um, Nathan, Calvin, Andrew, Calvin, the runner. Andrew, <laughs> are you going to make this last a minute? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm. Thinking. I know what I'm doing. This. I know, and I've got this in the bag. See, you I'm wait. Like... You wait. I've, I've got a great card to play. You wait. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. And on that note, I'm going to jump in and go go first because I'm going to make you. Uh, I think, <laughs> I've got a feeling this is, no, he's got more time to think about it now. It doesn't. I don't need time. I've got this in the bag. You can go if you want. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, well, Nathan Gunnery says he's got it in back. No, he says he's got it in He's got the confidence. Yeah. Let him have it. Well, I mean, that's, 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 that's not a challenge for me to shoot him down in flames, isn't it? Probably. Challenge got accepted. Now. Nathan, your one minute for Calvin Andrew starts now. Calvin Andrew probably wouldn't be known as a legend if it wasn't for that one goal. The one goal, the one goal hero when we was, uh, you know, odds on to lose quite, quite easily. They thought they were going to absolutely hammer us, but they didn't. He popped up and he smashed one in. I told you about that card I was going to play, well, now you now know that I'm blind and well, that is the last goal I could see before I lost the rest of my sight. Oh, it, come it, on! Oh, oh no, 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 Vote for him, you know, my last memory. <laughs> That's all I can say. I really want to swear right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nathan, you get. How am I supposed to write? Oh, you got and remember you see, the thing is now, if I come in and, and do really well with the Alan Marriott one, it looks like that being it's just wrong. I mean, if people vote for anybody else as well, it's sort of a bit discriminatory as well. <laughs> And, oh, well. and we're fundraising for guide dogs at the weekend. I mean, it all. Oh, yeah. 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 We're there too. We're yeah. there too. All together. I've got my violin in car. You know. I went right here. That day when I was training with Hudson. I don't know. I can't read the comments right now, so I'm probably getting some stick on there together. No, you're all right. I think people are still crying. It's understandable. All right, okay. Make Edge. No, I'm kidding. Make Edge. Why are you lying? You can see. It's <laughs> all <laughs> so for the benefits. <laughs> Obviously, it's not. No. Uh, right then, uh, let's bring it back to some sort of normality. I've got one minute to try and beat that with Alan Marriott. Cam, do you want to be timekeeper again? Right. I, I don't know if I trust you, but there you go. So over to you to do your one bit of presenting. I'll give you a little bit each week. All right, three, two, one, podcast. No, it didn't work. Go. You lot talk about goal scorers. You lot talk about people who write the names into the headlines. Nathan, you talk very passionately about Calvin Andrew being the last goal that you ever saw. You saw that terrible run from one end of the pitch to the other to those celebrations. But had it not been for one man, one man in particular, that goal and that celebration, that sweetness that that goal brought may not have happened. That man was Alan Marriott 
Mansfield Town were under the cosh that day. They should have been driven into the ground by Chesterfield, who were top of the league and going to go up as champions that year. They were the best team in the league. But one man kept them at bay. Alan Marriott marshalled the defence from start to finish. He threw himself at every single ball. He threw himself in the air. He threw himself at everything. Alan Marriott was making save after save. He was the hero. He was the man between the goal. He was the man who allowed Captain Andrew to go on that stop, 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 He was stop, the man. Referee. Come on, ref. Time wasting ref. Sit down, you. Shut up, you. We're done. No, we're done. We're done. If it wasn't for Andrew, it'd have been nil nil. So. Oh, yeah, it's a fair point. If it wasn't for Alan Marriott, we'd have lost that game. Well, let us know in the comments who you want to win. Can you win for? Uh, Greeny. I agree. Chris Greeny. What all? Of course. Nathan. Calvin Andrew. Give that man a BAFTA in the shape of a spire. Uh, and if you said that and if you want to see a goalkeeper win the true hero of, of the game uh, vote for Alan Merritt I'm going to post that on our Facebook and our Twitter in just a moment so let us know who you think is deserving of the Ultimate Eleven Derby Day Hero Award let's move our attention now from the past to the present and let's talk about on the pitch and how we've got to where we are we are on a fantastic run it has to be said three clean sheets on the spin a watertight defence an excellent defence too between uh, Diamond and Bennett Bennett we'll come on to in a moment but there's one man who's brought a little bit of leadership in, back into that back line Mark and that man is shining like a diamond because his name is Sander Diamond yeah, yeah absolutely I mean he's leading by yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's leading by example into being captain, you know, we've come straight back into the team, two goals. I mean, the game against Stevenage as well, he looks solid in that. And I think the partnership between him and Bennett, I think I'll just keep it like that for a while. But then again, it's if, I do feel for Pierce because obviously he's not put a foot wrong and I do feel for him. But again, it just shows you the strength and depth we've got of the team. But yeah, it's leading by example and yeah, it's just been amazing since he's been in the side. I think as well, it's just the defence feel more comfortable as well. It's... We've talked a lot about defenders and which defence to go for. You are a big advocate of Murphy. I'm a big yeah. fan of the best defender at the club, Paul Digby, and the best holding midfielder, uh, <coughs> and the best number four at the club, and the best. I like Digby. Yeah, the four on the club. Though. You're right there, Simon. No, I think I feel a bit ill. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to dig yourself out of it. Then. Oh, jeez. Um, but in all seriousness, we we talked about obviously the captaincy and having a leader. But mm. Xander Diamond has come back in. He's especially at Shaw Lane. He's grabbed the, yeah, the yeah, game yeah. by the scruff of yeah. the neck. That was his, the first game he was back, and you could tell straight away the difference. I think beginning of the season when he got injured, it was in there vocal very vocal keeping the defence in line and in check and telling his midfield where he wants to be, where they ought to be but I just want to say that Murphy coming when he got when Dick, uh, Xander got um, injured mm. and they were awful yes. to be honest but he's grown yeah he grew in that position yeah. as well as other players that's come in there as well but since um, Xander's come back in you can tell there's a, a difference and I'm talking about uh, Tuesday night in particular but 
it's come back in even then when we were getting run riot shall we say in first half he is there is vocal also Logan at, at back on him is also helping out as well which is what we need we need somebody in there that's going to push and pull our players about and make them realise where they may be going wrong or even as you might have noticed is also praising players as well which is a good thing yeah so since, for me since he's come back in the back four certainly have been more solid no matter who has been put outside of him be it Digby Pierce White or whoever Bennett or whoever has always been there for them mm. and that's what a defender in my opinion should be anyway I would say Mansfield has been lacking this this, yeah. this captain we've not you, you look at players well, he says a captain he says a leader <coughs> definitely we said it three weeks ago didn't we yeah. on the podcast we needed that leader we yeah. needed that yeah. and obviously Diamond were captain at the beginning of the season and when he went out injured we had missed that and the rest of the case results followed and we were getting beat and quite convincingly in some cases you look at Colchester and Cheltenham two prime examples where we had no leader on the field we had no no shape no nothing we'd got no one to whether you've noticed or not one particular player in particular White he's been going off on his runs and he's got a trick he wants to show everybody and we lose possession through that but Xander's had a word with him on the pitch as well hey cut that out just get down there I'll say he's, he's some... cut it out so he's helping us to be stronger in that way I'll say he's helped mm. he cut out of his game but you look at Tuesday night and if it wasn't for Hayden White's one of these random runs that he goes on then Danny Rose wants to score that call because that's a, a fantastic that's exactly run what I'm cut back and then a beautiful ball over the top for Danny Rose to run onto in the past Whitey they just done that trick it, it that just, it'd just been running and running and he'd yeah. probably run the ball out of play and I think his game's improved over the last few weeks as well and I think I think just as an entire team we've we've bonded together and that was the one thing that Mansfield couldn't do at the beginning of the season they yeah, weren't in, they weren't playing as a team they were individuals they, they were individuals yeah, yeah. Trying that's to exactly what I'm saying but individuals. now they've got that that leader at the back and they're playing as a team. If the team's pushing forward, they all push forward. If they need to drop back, then players drop back. As I was saying about Xander helping other players, if you remember at Coventry, Whitey nearly got sent off. It should have been sent off. Oh, probably, yeah, yeah definitely. Because he did that trick. He lost ball in final third for an attacking side. Took it down to byline, down to corner flag, look bang. I'll say he's just panicked. But what Xander did from now. there, because I watched him do it, is go up to him and said, just cut that out. Just stop it. So there's the leader, mm. one of the leaders we've got on the pitch, there are others. And some players perform well with other players, and we saw last season that Bennett and, and Pierce formed a good solid partnership with each other. Pierce and Murphy did relatively well together as well, and we saw we actually spoke about this a, a few weeks ago, and we've kind of been proved a little bit wrong now, which is going to make him be a little bit big-headed, and, and the ego is going to be massaged a little bit, but... Against Everton under 23s in the Checker Trade yeah, Trophy, yeah, yeah. it was Digby and Diamonds yeah, yeah. together. Absolutely brilliant. Fingers, and they, was, they were solid. And we were saying, because they kept the clean sheet, we were saying that um, we would have kept with them for the Shaw Lane game, which was the game which followed. But he obviously went with. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, not the Shaw Lane game which followed. We, went, we, we were saying that it should be um, Diamond and, and Digby to see how that partnership got on. But Bennett came in. Yeah. And since Bennett and Diamond have been a pair, they've kept th three clean sheets and they're solid. And uh, as much as we praise Xander Diamond for his leadership and his captaincy, 
what we really need to do here is highlight how good a player Reese Bennett is and for me you can see Definitely. there why yeah, yeah. why he was never present last season and Definitely. why he won all the awards he's a far better centre half than he is a right, right back yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think for me at the moment he's one of the best mo- most consistent players at the club yeah yeah, definitely. Well, yeah he's probably yeah. I'd say out there he's probably one of the best youngest central defenders yeah, yeah. in the yeah. league I would say and how much of an import- his, sorry how much of an importance is that for having Xander Diamond alongside him because you've got one of the as you say got one of the youngest centre halves in the league then paired with one of the most experienced yeah. centre halves who's exactly. been there done it seen it all got player, of the, player of the year at his club in, in league one last year didn't he Diamond exactly that's well, so. what I said about he's Xander he's an age experience yeah. isn't yeah. it you know and he's not only doing his dog pitch he's got to be doing his dog training ground as well yeah. you know yeah which is where all work's done anyway although the the, the one thing that uh, you know I've got in the back of my mind is that come January, I think somebody might come in for Bennett. Oh, 100%. I would be very, and, very surprised if they didn't come in for Bennett. I think Maxwell would tell him. It's if a big statement, right, right. but I can't because, argue against it. Because, because the, the only reason I say that is we've got we've got Murphy who's injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he's fully fair, yeah, yeah. it's going to be Diamond and Murphy. He's not bought Murphy in to be no, sat Murphy on bench. he's not a reserve it, player, is he? It's going to be Diamond and Murphy. But do you think and then you've got Pearson, Bennett. And? Uh, well, I'd sell him in January anyway. Oh, Mr. Digby, yeah, I would not sell him. Last thing, even I, if you, I, I would, I would. I, I, well, in fact, <laughs> in fact, I would send him out on loan. No, to be honest, no, I would send and keep the guy keep Pierce. I think <laughs> the problem yeah. is if I can just put him there. The problem is with Digby, right? A lot of people see him or don't see him. What he does off the ball, you see him running from side to side to side. You don't see him block the. The pass off, you don't see him cut the passes you off. You tell the father and son. Yeah, you can't yeah. tell you. Yeah. No, I've got to do it. Never say that again. <laughs> I think, I think, you know what? I'm, I'm going to agree but with what Simon said. Send him out. Get out. out. No, no, no. Definitely you need. He's and still a young lad. Tell you another reason and why he's still. Well. No, he's too good to be He's still right, maturing. If you've got your back If you send him out to a conference right, team, you put Digby in front of the bottom of his Definitely. No. Are we oh, done, Louis? Yeah. This is descending into oh, chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's all my fault. We're all talking right, about Reese Bennett, and it's gone into yeah. a full-blown argument about Digby. It's going to be a punch-up in a minute. Look at it this way. I didn't say <laughs> send Digby out on loan to Notts County or Chesterfield, did I? No, well, that's true. Otherwise, it's going to win it. Exactly. In one way, Steve, in one way, I see your point. Who's Steve? Sorry. But the thing is that I've only ever seen Digby play midfield. Yeah. I might change my mind if I've seen him play in defence. You will change We've got too many good defenders. Oh, no, I might. Yeah. Oh, really? We've got, like Nathan says, too many. We've got better defenders why, why would you than put Digby. Him in, if he can yeah. play midfield. Why, why, yeah, why, why put him in? I don't think we have got better defenders than Digby. Well, well that's, to be fair, Diamond and Pitt. I think Bennett's. I'd put them out, when he's dropped into it by four. If I was rating the defenders at the, the, the minute in terms of who can play out and out centre half, mm. at the minute on recent performances, Bennett would be number one, Diamond, Diamond two, Digby three, 
Pierce 4. Xander Diamond in the centre, David Murphy in left centre back, or Reece Bennett. That would be a terrible idea because Murphy would be awful in the Well, the question I was going to ask you on that one would you sooner keep Bennett for lack of youth and experience, or would you, so, would you sooner keep an experienced player? Now, what you see there, we talk about Bennett being a, a younger player and a lack of youth and experience, but we're talking about a player here who played nigh on 50 games last year. He didn't miss a game, he barely missed a minute. Didn't he, get he, player he got player of the season, yeah, he got he did, fans yeah. player of the season, he got every award going. Is yeah. A lot of teams were after him, he got a good career before he came to us. And I have to agree with what Helen says in the comments, to be fair. She says, no way Radford will sell Bennett in January is a vital push of our promotion push. And I can't disagree. I don't... If somebody comes in for 250000 for him... There is a price. There's a price for every know, player, isn't there? I'm not, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not that, that might be a ridiculous sum of money, but if somebody comes in oh, for a that. price that, yeah, like, but, Evans is going to think, well, actually, that 300000 I can use... Yeah, to I do bring get somebody that. else in, in. I do get that, but I think there's more then, likelihood of somebody coming in to buy Danny Rose and the, the what, he's got people buy strikers. People, yeah, yeah, yeah it's always yeah. strikers. People always buy strikers. Do not sell Danny Rose anyway. Oh, no. no, we're not. Well, do you think Mr. Steve Evans would would therefore sell Bennett and keep the likes of Murphy and Digby at just the right, for at the right price? Yeah, at the right price, I can see. Yeah. But I would, yeah. Uh, let's just say I would, would we don't. not and I'll tell you the, the reason well, I'd want, don't get me wrong I don't yeah. want him to sell Bennett no, because he's no, no, no. brilliant yeah. 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 You know. he's consistent performer he's had these top notch performances and, um, and obviously we're turning down offers for him in the summer and the same team's going to come back for him again but and it's the same with Danny it's the same with Danny Rose there is one reason why Reese Bennett has, has constantly improved because I think it's fair to say under Murray again mm. he, you know, he, played, he brought him in as a right back Murray did and he, he didn't get the greatest of receptions mm. Steve Evans saw that and it was only due to a little bit of luck or misfortune depending on where you want to look at it whichever glasses you want on that Evans then moved Bennett from right back to centre half and thus a star was born so it's, it's the Steve Evans effect again so he just took him under his wing and just guided and him and helped him develop and obviously Paul Rayner puts a lot of effort in the tra- on the training pitch so does Lee Taylor and then all the performance analysts as well picking out parts of the game that need to improve on and I think that's massively improved since Steve Evans and Paul Rayner have came in and Lee Taylor getting the fitness and up the there as well and all the rest of them that's, that's helped exactly there. and you've got your experience but you've also got a very very good management team yeah, it's been there and done it haven't they exactly well, experienced players top players aren't they so. well, exactly. that's, that's what I'm saying would, would, you, would you sooner sell somebody like Murphy or somebody like that to hold Bennett back or would you go with for the, for the full but, experience that, that Murphy they've got Murphy in pushing for promotion Murphy's not come to set up bench Murphy's come to play that's yeah mm. so therefore and therefore he's and on the flip side of that I know Reese Bennett's been playing brilliant and things like that I agree but he's not Steve Evans' player he's brought in he's Adam Murray's player but Steve Evans but, has made him a better player uh, yes, yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's made him a Steve Evans player 
but he's made a mistake. You see it with like you know the, there was other players that were there and he just didn't like them because you know yeah, I know he's turned CJ he's turned CJ Hamilton around as well exactly you know so he's turned him into Steve Evans player you could also look at the way if you like even though Murphy obviously is going to run a decent wage packet and he's not here to sit on the bench well. End of the day, if as Bennett's lifted his game and he deserves to be in the team, then maybe Murphy should go in, in January. If he's got to get rid of a defender, well, that's what I'm saying. But he's, 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 not, he's not going to get rid of him because you know he ought to be not. But, in but it's summer. great, Bennett's 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 Talking about stats and, and not to be saying, oh, we're so restrictive in the team. We've got so many options and so much depth. And this oh. comment, we'll, we'll wrap it up from Helen. It's, she hits the nail on the head. We're a completely different club now and do not sell our best players. Radford and Evans will never sanction this. And that is 100% spot on. Time is of the essence because there is a match day uh, approaching. Let's have a quick look towards Chesterfield at home. I'm probably going to get uh, shot down a little bit for this. I've written on my notes... Be wary. Be very, yeah. very yeah. wary. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. Nath? Am I going to get shot down in flames? or? No, I think... Uh, it's a bit like Shaw Lane. Not, obviously, I'm not saying that they're as bad as Shaw Lane. Oh, I wish they were, but... Oh, <laughs> I think we, we need to be professional. <laughs> On the day, they might be. Let's hope so, but uh, I think we need to be professional again. And, and you know, and, and go in with confidence. I think that's what we've got to do. And so, like I say, go out there, attack them, attack them. Totally agree with what Nathan says, and it's like we've been into games before. We look at the Notts County, we said be wary of them, and we swept them aside. We look at Coventry, wary of them, beat them. Wary of Lincoln, beat them. We've come into these games that are, are really important, and again, another one, Shaw Lane. Fair enough, it might be the most important, but it was a, a massive banana skin avoided. And as long as we stay professional, then we can quite easily do this. I'm I'm not worried about Chesterfield at all. No, not at all. I said it before the Notts County game. I'm not. I'm not worried. Um, about that. Don't worry about that. I just want to pick, just want to pick Cam up on that on that point. To be fair, you say that you're not worried about Chesterfield at all, and that is what worries me outside of this room. Um, I always it goes back to the Luton game in the FA Trophy years and years ago. There's a saying which is outside of the room, which says overconfidence and underestimation will be our greatest downfall and there are a lot of people who look at where Chesterfield are in the league at the moment look at some of the results look at Tuesday night and think we're going to absolutely pummel Chesterfield but I will tell you this 100% they will be up for the game and if they come out like Port Vale did on Tuesday night firing and yeah. Mansfield don't deal with it. We will be in very, very big trouble. It's not a league. It's not a league game. It's a one-off. Like we'll play them down at, at Prozac Stadium. But it's a one-off game. It's not a league wanting to go for a clean sheet. It's not a, in their position a game they've got to win to try and avoid. It's a one-off game. The both sides will be fired up. Whoever comes out fired up most, and it's the ground running, mm. will put the other team on the back foot, on a nervy back foot, i.e., our defence. When we start getting not picking his players up, when we start getting scrambled, when Hayden we, White was on the major run and then cropped somebody because he's an idiot. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's it's not just a league game. It's we're about to be complacent, have we? No, because if we think we're going to turn up and think 
Yeah, they're like we've all said, they're bottom at league. And that is the problem. Eighty percent, yeah. maybe even ninety yeah. percent of fans have got that attitude. It doesn't matter. Even if we lose against Chesterfield on Saturday, we won't. God forbid. We won't. We won't. But God forbid we do. It's not the end of our season, and that's what fans have got to realise. We've played Lincoln. We've took the twelve-month record off them. We've played Notts County in the league, and it was it Checker Trade. We've done them twice. They've not beat us in like 10, 11 years. We've got Chesterfield to come. There's a lot at stake from our fans are getting one over our rivals. Yeah. Uh, to me, this feels like the biggest game in a long time. It is time. big game. Like, massive game. Like, in, in, yeah. It feels so like three or four. So what, we it, play it's only three points, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it, what we, I'm saying. We yeah. win 7-0 it's not and just then we get three, three points. points. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's not just three points. It's pride. It's banter. But isn't it funny how like three of, you know, when we play Knox County at home, we play uh, Colchester, uh, sorry, Cheltenham in the in the yeah, week yeah. and we lost 3-0 and we all sat here on that Thursday night and we, we all did. we all kind of said, we don't think we're going to beat Knox County on Saturday. No, but no. this time round, we're playing Chesterfield. We're, we're in the four, We're in 4-0 yeah, on we're in Saturday, four. on Tuesday night. And we, we've got a run of form. They've got a run of form as well. It is the complete role reversal, isn't it? It is, yeah. It is. Yeah. And on that, finally, I think the problem is as well. I think we've enjoyed them watching them suffer for a while, and I think yeah. most of us just want to see that carry on, don't we? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, we're hundred percent. Yeah, I do anyway. I know that. Um, let's. You don't want to see a local club go down, but <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, it's just a bit. Let's let's wrap things up in terms of talking about on the pitch action by doing what we always do. Let's go through uh, the predictions. Cam, we'll start start with you. Prediction for, for Saturday. 3-0 Stags. Simon? 3-1. Nath? 1-0. Mark? 2-0 Stags. I'll go 2-1 Stags. I think three clean sheets in a row. It's a derby day. They'll be fired up. They're bound to get a goal at some point. But I think a nervy 2-1 Stags yeah. with Paul Digby off the bench to write him. Yeah, the come game on. He won't even be on bench. <laughs> To emulate the words of Kevin Keegan, I would love it, <laughs> love it, if Digby came off, came off the bench and we beat that. You know what I've heard? Calvin Andrews come back on loan. Yeah, 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 yeah. We would love that. Um, yeah, let's move away from on the pitch action now. We talk about rivalries, we talk about um, the need for three points and the want to see them suffer and want to see them take the trips to Dartford's and Braintree, but... In the twelfth minute on Saturday at the One Course Stadium, we hope that the minority of idiots who are just coming for a punch up and a pint do respect what's going to happen in the twelfth minute. Obviously, the very sad news that a Chesterfield supporter, uh, Abby Jakes, uh, who sadly passed away last month at the age of twelve uh, after suffering with illness, uh, round of applause throughout the game in that one. And we hope that, of course, that is uh, well reserved and uh, well respected. So, twelfth minute on Saturday. Whether you're Amber, whether you're the blue of Chesterfield, it's just a life. Football is more than a game. Mm. I think both yeah. both supporters will, will respect that. Yeah, because it, if it was the other way around, we'd want them yeah. to, to do the same. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Of course we would. Absolutely. And also on Saturday, we talk about charity. Obviously, you mentioned tongue in cheek, Nath, earlier on, which, to be fair, I never knew. And for that reason only, I will give you Calvin Andre. I never knew that that was the last goal that you saw, to be fair. And I've, I've known you 
too many years now. I've been yep. trying to get rid of you ever since, but <laughs> I've always just watched your journey and, and, and seen you. So obviously that must hold special memories for you as for you as well. And Saturday, we're obviously doing it partly for guide dogs because it, it's obviously helped yourself in in previous years get back to watching football because I think it's fair to say we're amongst friends that <coughs> we've had a conversation between us before in the past where you said I don't think I can go back to football I don't think I can enjoy yeah. watching football but I did yeah the guide dogs have, have helped you achieve that yeah definitely uh, and that's why we do the fundraising for, you know, for guide dogs and that's why uh, you know, the previous two we've, we've done it for, for guide dogs but like I say this is the third one and what's made it extra, extra special and as we've uh, you know, uh, we come to know Kevin Bird very well. Uh, we we wanted to, you know, let, let them choose their charity, and obviously, he's sadly, suffering from dementia, and uh, he wanted to uh, fundraise for the Alzheimer's Society. Uh, so, um, you know, two amazing charities. This one's extra special, and um, we just hope that we keep, you know, raise a lot of money and keep a hundred percent record. Yeah, it's very time. poignant that we're doing it for for dementia as well. Obviously, with the study that's come out about dementia <coughs> this year, there will be so many players who played in Mansfield, Chesterfield derbies from years even before any of us were alive who will be heroes who will have played with the old star. I don't know what they've heard on news today, but there's been a commission from FA yeah. to do at least fifteen hundred. Which is players, which is just right. Which Alan Shearer is fronting as well, of which course. is absolutely brilliant. And if anyone's not seen that documentary, it really is worth a, a, watching. It really is uh, worth watching. Let's wrap things up then Sorry, 15, with, with the uh, answer to the connection question at the very start of this. <laughs> over ninety minutes plus extra time ago, I asked you, uh, Liam Lawrence and Craig Disley were Derby Day heroes in the early noughties, But what's the connection between that game and this very room? Nathan, you were struggling. Mark, you thought you knew. Cam, you were um, and yeah. and Simon, you um, seemed fairly confident for some well, reason, mainly because you sat next to me and you read it on the sheet. And you... <laughs> I can't read that because my eyesight's not good enough for a start. And you had no idea at the start, did you? Well, I think I've had an inkl- got an inkling, really. Because um, around about the year first started going down to watch stags. Mm, okay, this could be very, very awkward. Nathan, do a school, not to do a school. I've got a guess. But right, Nathan, give, Nathan um, give me your guess. Is it your birthday or something? Mark, give me your guess. Yeah, did you commentary? Mm, Cam, give me your guess. Birthday. Simon? I would have said birthday. Go on then. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if I That's around about the time where you started watching stags and I think it might your birthday might be coming into it <laughs> other than that I've got, I've got a clue <laughs> Oof. the game was played on the 18th of January 2003 yeah uh, so the connection yeah. was obviously it was played on my birthday it was the last, the last derby game played on my birthday and we won 2-1 so it was a special birthday present and I didn't go which was uh, but <laughs> I, I, I remember that yes. yeah, yeah. I remember why he didn't go now there is a, there is a choice because somebody booked me a, a birthday party I was I think 12 in 2003 the math yeah, is, yeah. is not my strong point don't you chime up um, nope but somebody booked a birthday party for me wasn't me friends. that booked it um, he booked it on a Saturday yeah. on his, a match day on, on, on Derby Day um, and uh, I Swimming party. It was a bowling party. It's oh, yeah. Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't even remember that. Shocking. And. How long is that stroll? Bowling. And the point was, it was supposed to be early in the day, and I kicked off because I wanted to listen to the stag game on the radio. Yeah. And 
obviously it, it paid dividends because Liam Lawrence popped in, up in the last minute and made it a fantastic birthday present. So that, so there you go. That is pretty much it for tonight. Thanks very much for, for joining us and coming out. No worries. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. Thank um, you. I don't think we'll have you on again. Good. Um, <laughs> obviously, us five are doing the walk on Saturday morning. It's for two great causes. So please, if you've enjoyed watching these podcasts, if you've enjoyed listening to these podcasts, um, please do give whatever it is you can, whether it's 10 pence, whether it's one pence, whether it's a pound, or whether it's a, a million pounds. Johnny Radford, I'm looking at you, my friend. Uh, <laughs> uh, only joking. Um, there is a donations page, which is Virgin... Tell me if I get this right. Virginmoney.com forward slash MTFC Walkers. Virgin, Virgin, Virginmoneygiving.com forward slash MTFC Walkers. And we'll put the... Although, it's not working right now, so I'm going to fix it. It'll be fine. Uh, we'll put the links and everything on our social media pages and everything else like that. Well, it's been... An enjoyable night. Derby Day is just around the corner after a long walk up some hills. But hopefully it's the long walk and the long road to three points. Join us next Friday at 6.30. Why Friday? You're looking at a little bit of music. Yeah. Because we're going to watch Mrs. Brown's Boys. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, sir. You I forgot. Um, That's nice. Well, there you go. Uh, sorry for the bag language there, people. This is a family-friendly show. Um, <laughs> It is. Let's not go there. Um, so we will be That's with you. Nice. We'll be with you next, <laughs> next Friday, six thirty, with hopefully all of us here. And stay tuned, possibly to our Facebook page for after the game on Saturday and before the game as well, because we'll be doing some of those infamous impromptu podcasts, documenting our walk from the very start. At what time we're getting off? Too early. Too early. Too early. Uh, to the Seven. very moment that we, uh, we do a lap around the pitch, don't we? We do at the end, yeah. Everyone, everyone gets there in time. Yeah. We will get there in time. We'll we be will. on the pitch and we'll be putting that on Facebook and everything, so make sure uh, you watch that. Over the last couple of games or so, Mansfield form has improved dramatically. Three clean sheets on the spin, and for once, some resilience and some power and some prowess in front of goal. Four goals in one night on a cold, wet night in place near Stoke could have thought that that's Mansfield Magic this is Mansfield Matters the show for the fans by the fans why? because Mansfield Matters as it will on Saturday come on you stags come on next week come on boys you can if you want how about if you listen to the audio version of this um, we end it on a nice little chorus of yellows from uh, from from Tuesday night not all singing it how about the epic tones of the Mansfield Town supporters here it is good night days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.